Welcome to Rise Up, episode number 63, here on LFA TV. It is an honor to have so many God-fearing, wonderful, Jesus-centered people who wake up every day to watch and or listen to this show. What you just heard there was Lauren Daigle's new song, Thank God I Do. She released that song, I believe, um, last week. And unfortunately, I mean, for, uh, fortunately for us, we got it. But unfortunately, it's been five years since she released anything. This is episode 63, Bad Moon. We're on our way to 100. Big shout out to Lauren Daigle, beautiful voice. I say that she is the Adele of Christian music, but I like her voice better than Adele's. And it's really good. Eli, can you click that fan on? Uh, Thank you. It's really good that we have so many young, skillful, wonderful people of God out there who are using their craft, their abilities that God gave them, to write wonderful music like that. Lauren Daigle, one of my favorite songs, maybe my favorite song that she's ever done, and maybe my favorite song of all time, I don't know, uh, is her song, Rolling Stones. You're still rolling stones. 
talking about Rolling Stones away, obviously, from the, from the tomb. You're still Rolling Stones. If you've never heard that song, I highly suggest doing that. Freebird is asking for prayers for her husband's safety. He arrived in Costa Rica at 1 a.m., but haven't gotten word that he's at the resort yet. Please keep her husband and her in your prayers. PA Cat Lady said, sounded like Adele to me. Yeah, Lauren Daigle and, and Adele do sound very similar. Um, that is so weird. It came to my mind five years ago. Says Majogo. Well, guys, we've got a wonderful show lined up. Uh, we're basically building this show around being a steward of God's grace. We are ambassadors of the good news. We are ambassadors of God's word. Think about that. Do you feel chosen? Do you feel special in the way of being an ambassador for God? Does that make you feel like there's somebody counting on you? The creator of the, whole, uh, of the entire universe? Of the whole world, everything you've ever seen, known? He counts on you. So I know that none of you want to disappoint your bosses. None of you want to disappoint your parents, your families, your children. How much more should you be thoughtful of the fact that God is counting on you? Somebody said, Jeremy, can you take a commercial break? I have to let the dog out. Well, you know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? I understand nobody wants to miss the show. I'll pull on the rumble chat while you let the dog out. And uh, we'll talk to our LFA family. How about that? Let's go ahead and do that real quick. We've got Lord Fishy in the building. How are you? This is your opportunity to let your dogs out. Uh, Lulu Red is in the building. I'm so grateful God is choosing me. Think about that. You are chosen. You are part of the chosen. Lauren Daigle, I loved Lauren Daigle on American Idol. That's where she got her huge break, yep. I had the privilege of hearing and seeing Lauren in, Lauren in concert in Fort Wayne, Indiana. That's amazing. Bad Moon says, who let the dogs out? <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. I lost both my biological parents last year, last, two month, uh, last year, two months apart, and I'm struggling. Well, we'll be praying for you for that one. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. My husband is losing his mind laughing. Jeremy, are you going to see Greg's movie? Well, we're, we live in an area where you don't really, like, I can't even get, uh, you know, that Jesus Revival movie around here. So I'll, I will watch it. I'm just not going to a theater to see it. Ordered Rise Up Coffee this morning, says Dimple. That's great. Oh, which kind did you order, the medium or the uh, light roast? Hi, Jeremy. I got to use the bathroom. Hold the show. <laughs> says Halloween. We're trying. We're holding. Go Blue says this show is the best. I concur. LFA producers reminding everybody to click that thumbs up so it's green. Make sure you've liked the video, ladies and gentlemen. We just passed 800 people watching here on Rumble. And I'd like to shout out everybody. Remember, it's LFA TV on Rumble. We are approaching 50,000 uh, followers. We might, if we get 400 more people to follow the page. We will have uh, 50,000 followers. 50,000. Now, when, when Live from America became LFA TV, we had 27,000. So we have almost doubled in size in 26 weeks. Incredible. Why is that? Do you think it's because people are going, hey, you should follow this. So people follow it? No. They come here. They come here and they see the content and they go, wow, this is amazing. And they follow. So if you don't yet have a Rumble account, and maybe you're watching on Roku and Firestick and you don't have a Rumble account. Come over and build one. That's, that is our ask of you today. Redneck1776 says, I got my mini chainsaw today, my mini assault chainsaw today. Amazing. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I ordered CBD yesterday, says Pamber. Thank you very much. You know what I love about you guys is you guys understand that we don't have enough, um, we don't have enough uh, donors right now what, like we used to. To cover everything. So you understood that we had to get some sponsors. But yet you're, you, you're utilizing the sponsors. Like you're using them. 
That's incredible. That means they stay longer, and I appreciate that. Let me have a quick drink of coffee here, and then we'll get into the prayer, and we'll start today's show titled, Being a Steward of God's Grace. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, folks, as we're approaching 1,000 people watching here on Rumble this morning. So very glad to see you all. Remember, keep smiling. Live interaction is beautiful, says Sharon. It really is. It really is. It's the best part of Rumble. Best part. Father in heaven, Lord Father, you see us every day working together to further the kingdom of heaven. And Lord, we thank you for that direction in our life. Without that, we are nothing. We ask that you bless Lauren Daigle and all of the Christian artists out there who are putting out wonderful Christian music, especially those who are able to grab old hymns and turn them into new music, Lord. Continue to bless these great and wonderful God-fearing people so they can continue to put out great music and good content to further the kingdom of heaven, Lord. We know that that is the most important thing that we can do here. So please continue to give us opportunities to further the kingdom of God. Please put people in our paths every day that need help. Please put people in our paths every day that are angry and upset and have anxiety and depression and they feel alone and they have despair. Let them come in our path so that we can light up their worlds. Lord, help us to not judge these people when we see clearly that they are in despair with no hope. Use us to be ambassadors and good stewards of the good news so that we can spread that hope to those people, so that we can give them the light of God, so that they can light up their own path and walk by faith and not by sight. We ask for forgiveness for the sins that we commit every single day, because you know our hearts. We pray that you'll continue to help us tame our tongues and continue to quell the desires of our flesh so that the desires of our heart will overcome evil. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Prayer is very important, you guys. I probably pray. Jeremy, can you give Holly Tyndale an early birthday shout out? It's tomorrow, but we'd like to celebrate at 11 o'clock. Deb Yoakum. Well, let me say this. I don't know if I'll remember at 11, so let's do it right now because this is the best show in order to get a birthday wish from anyway. And Holly's wonderful. I met her in Virginia. So, Holly, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Holly. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, girl. We love you here on LFA TV. And we pray that you have a God-centered, Jesus-filled birthday. And for everybody who watches um, Julie Green Ministries in the morning before Rise Up, please tell Julie that we said hi. Spam her, uh, spam her live feed tomorrow and let her know that LFA TV says God bless you. We love you and keep doing God's work. All right. I want to read to you. Can you please have Mike Lindell on Rise Up? He can share his testimony. That is a good idea. That is a good idea. I think we should reach out to Mr. Mike Lindell as we just passed 1,000 people. That is a record here on Rise Up. 1,000 people before 15 minutes into the show. Thank you for sharing. See what happens when we all work together? See that? Now, I want to do something different today. Now, normally, I don't just read straight from the Bible. Hayden says, Jeremy, Lauren Daigle wouldn't speak truth when asked if homosexuality is sin in the Bible. She's no good. Look into it. She's no good. That's what you're going to say? She's no good? Well, in that case, neither am I. And neither are you. Everybody says things that they shouldn't say. Everybody says things that to, to try to maybe, you know, I understand that some of these Christian artists walk the line so that they can have music, their, their show, or their uh, songs in the secular world as well. And I get that. But to say she's no good, I think that's a stretch. And I think you should pray. Because if that's the case, none of us are good. Because there's things that you do every day that God doesn't like too. 
And if you say that's not true, then, then that's probably a stretch. We all do things. I get that she wouldn't speak the truth about homosexuality. I haven't seen that or heard that. But to say she's no good, I think, is a stretch because she does more than most people to further the kingdom of heaven. And I have said pretty bad things in the past as well. I would say just pray for her rather than condemning her. Because the people that actually use her music to be close to God, I would say that God does a pretty good job at utilizing people to do that. And I think he's utilizing her to do that. Again, I would just be very careful about saying somebody is no good because they don't say the exact right thing because I say things that are bad all the time. And I've heard, things, same, I've heard the same thing about other Christian artists as well. We've, we've got to do better as Christians to stop writing people off because they said something one time that wasn't correct. Because if that's the case, then I should be burning in hell right now. That's all I'm saying. But I do respect you bringing that to light because I'd not heard that about her before. Okay? Now, I want to do something a little different. Instead of going into the devotional books and then reading where they come from, I want to read in length why I chose to be a steward of God's, for God's grace, being an ambassador, being an ambassador for the word of God, okay? Let's read it. Here we go. We're going to read from 1 Peter 4, 1, and then we're going to go all the way to 4, 19. So we're going to stop and we're going to break this down as we go, Okay. Here we go. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. For whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. I really, really, really love doing this, and I want to do more of this. Meaning I want to just read straight from the Bible and then talk about it. I love devotional books, don't get me wrong. But I, sometimes I want to read straight from the Bible and only from the Bible. And I know that a lot of people really uh, benefit from the devotionals because the devotionals kind of give you, you know, like a, like, almost like a study guide prior to reading the verse. And then you go read the verse and you understand. Some people understand it a little better. But I've got, the e, I've got a, a good version here that's very easy to, to understand. So since Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves in the same way of thinking. You're going to suffer in the flesh. You're going to. Period. Jesus says, not if, but when, when problems arise, when suffering happens, you are going to suffer. I know Christians out there that go, I do everything right. I do everything that I'm supposed to do. Why does God allow me to suffer? I go to church every day. I tithe every day. I spread the gospel every day. I have a relationship with Jesus Why am I suffering? Because you're a human being. Jesus was the closest person to God because he was God in the flesh and he suffered more than you will ever suffer. He was sinless and they murdered him. He was sinless and they rebuked him. He was sinless And they called him names, spit on him, casted him out. He was sinless. And the people from his own home said, we don't want anything to do with you. I'm reading some of your comments here and I really love it. And again, I didn't, I don't want, you know, the person that that, that said, you know, that about Lauren Daigle. I don't want everybody to jump on that person and criticize that person. And And I don't think you are. I think it's great that we can have this dialogue here on Rise Up. But if you saw in the comment section, one of the people here, one of the LFA family members said one of Lauren Daigle's song, songs helped me through my husband's death. You don't think God was using Lauren Daigle's song to help her through her husband's death? I think he was. So I, say, I think to say no good is probably a stretch in the same way that people say Joe Olstein is no good. That's probably quite a stretch because try to tell that to people 
that those people that God use that, that when God uses those people to touch somebody's heart, it's a very hard thing to do. So as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. For the time that is past suffices for doing what the Gentiles want to do. Living in sensuality, passions, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, and lawless idolatry. I want to talk about this for a minute. Do you know that most in the business world, a lot of business is done on the golf course, right? Well, in the political spectrum of networking, a lot of the dialogue, discussion, and partnerships and friendships happen at after parties of events. CPAC, after parties. TPUSA, after parties. Reawaken tour, after parties. And all of these politicians will hold an after party where there's drinking and, and everybody being loose and relaxing and deals are made, partnerships are made, networking is done, friendships are made, interviews are scheduled at after parties. Do you know where you will never find Jeremy Harrell? At an after party. Partly because I've been to more after parties than you can even count physically in my life. Partly because I know what happens after 11 o'clock at night at bars. Partly because I know what I would do if I was in a situation after 11 o'clock at night at a bar. I do not put myself in those positions. I do, not, I do not give myself even the door, even the opportunity to become drunk and do stupid stuff. Now, I'm not saying that if you do that, that you're right or you're wrong and I'm right. What I'm saying is all that stuff that, that I just mentioned, uh, let me go back and let me read that again. Sensuality, passions, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, and lawless idolatry. I would engage in all that if I went out to after parties. I would. I know this. That's why I arm myself with knowledge. That's why I arm myself with heavenly wisdom and foresight to say, if I put myself in this position, the chances of me doing something very wrong and sinning easily doubles. Which means that I would have to work extra hard to not sin in that situation. You're literally putting somebody in a, a, a very heavily charged uh, a situation where just one match could blow up the whole place. I will not be in those places anymore. I just won't. Those places are not for me. Now, the other LF, when we went to CPAC, the other LFA TV hosts, they went to them. Partly because they're still in their 20s. And, 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 and guess what? They went and they made great partnerships and scheduled great interviews. And if you can do that and you can hold yourself sane and safe, then that's fine. But I cannot put myself in those situations. That is my armor of God. Not putting myself in those situations is my armor of God because I know me and I know the devil. Reawaken Tour has a meet and greet, not an after party. That's not what I'm talking about, Kenjasso. I'm not talking about a official meet and greet. I'm talking about the people that go to these events. They themselves will hold after parties. Not the people who throw the, the event, the people that go to them, the content creators, the network hosts. For me, I just can't do those anymore because I know what will happen, or at least I know the situation that I will put myself in. That doesn't come from intelligence. That comes from wisdom. And I'll never allow that to happen to myself. Because I want to be a steward of God's grace. I want to be an ambassador for the good news. If I put myself in those situations, I will not be a good ambassador. 
Jeremy Tucker Carlson didn't lie. He said there wasn't any footage from inside showing who shot the gun and who killed her. They shut down that video footage. Well, that is a lie. That is a lie because there was footage. We showed it. He has footage too. So that is a lie. Or at least it's a white lie or a bluff. There was footage. I showed it to you. So if I have it, he has it. So I just want to make that clear. That was either a lie or a mislead. If I mislead you when I know that there's footage, is that a lie? I believe it is. That's why I said that. Now, they're not, they might not be house camera footage, but there's definitely footage. So he did that. He worded that really well. There was no house feed showing that. Okay. <laughs> there's still a feed showing it. Kind of a lie. Just saying. But yeah, no, I don't put myself in those, in those places. I just don't. Because I know what the devil will do. And I know what he will use in order to get me to do it. Not good. Let's keep on moving. With respect to this, they are surprised when you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery and they, al- and they malign you. There you go. Now, I told my children, I said, my children started, um, started doing sports uh, for the public school because our Christian school isn't big enough yet. By the grace of God, someday it will be. But our Christian school isn't big enough yet to have the sports that the public schools offer. So our children, because in our town, in, in, in New Hampshire, I don't know if this is in your state, uh, but in New Hampshire, it, you, get to, you get to engage in any sport, even if your child isn't in that school, in that public school. So my children started playing sports for the public school. So I said to my children, I said, be prepared. And they said, for what? And I said, well, you guys go to Christian schools. They go to public school. By default, you're going to be bullied. By default, you're going to be made fun of. By default, they're going to say something about your faith. And at some point, they're going to come up to you and they're going to say, do you believe in God? So you believe in God? And let me just tell you this. Thank you, uh, Hayden. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you for for acknowledging that. Uh, But anyway, uh, so I said, you're going to have this happen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it ended up happening. One girl said to my daughter, my, my youngest daughter, who's my stepdaughter, I should say my middle daughter. She said, um, so you believe in God? And my daughter's response back was the most epic response back ever. It wasn't uh, filled with hate. It wasn't filled with anger. It was almost filled with, uh, with surprise. My daughter, my middle daughter, when, she, when a kid said to her, you believe in, so you believe in God and Jesus? My daughter said, looked at her like this and said, yeah, why? You don't? <laughs> What a perfect answer. So what, you believe in God and Jesus? And my daughter says, yeah, why? You don't? Sorry about your luck, basically. Amazing response. So you have to arm your children too and yourselves with knowing that if you do not fall into the, you know, the trend of debauchery of going out to after parties and drinking and orgies and and sex parties and all this other stuff, you're going to be bullied because of it. You're going to be set aside, chastised, segregated because of it. You just are. But it's okay. I'd rather be that. It means you're going against the grain. If you guys have seen the show The Chosen, then you know the beginning of The Chosen is all the fish going the same way and one fish going the other way. And then that fish gets other people to go the other way. You've got to lead by example. You've got to be a good steward for, the, for God's grace. But they will give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. Those people that bully you, those people that malign you, those people that say bad things to you, they will stand in front of Jesus someday. It's not your job to judge them. But my daughter's response was literally the greatest and most epic response ever. Why you don't? (laughs) Must have got that kid thinking. Must have got that kid thinking. For this is why the gospel was preached, even to those who are dead, that thou judged 
in the flesh the way people are, or that though judged in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the spirit the way God does. I haven't even gotten to the part of the verse that gave me the title today, being a steward of God's grace. So you're going to suffer. You're going to be segregated. You're going to be bullied. You're going to be made fun of. Your character will be attacked. You may be physically attacked. They hated Jesus long before they hated you. And Tresno said they bullied Jesus before they bullied us. Amen. So what part of any of that sounds great? I don't want to be bullied. I don't want to be made fun of. I don't want to be laughed at. I don't want to be segregated. I don't want to be maligned. I don't want people to laugh at me and call me names. Nobody does. However, comma, if it is in the name of Jesus Christ, and I am being an ambassador for the one that created the universe, then not, then not only do I do a complete 180 of my reaction to all of that, but I welcome it. Please do that. I would much rather please the creator of the universe than somebody who doesn't even believe in God. <laughs> Turn it around. Turn it around on them. That's a great way to do it. My daughter was letting the, the Holy Spirit speak to her. She didn't get mad. She didn't try to defend herself. She didn't say, well, she didn't try to water it down. She looked at her and said, yeah, why? You don't? Being a Christian is, it's hard, but it's easy. It's hard because you have to understand that when you become a Christian publicly and you preach the word of God publicly and you are an ambassador and a good steward of God's grace, this is going to come. It's going to come at you. The devil's going to send his legion to stop you. How dare you? Think of it like this. You know how the social media companies and big tech censor you and silence you and shut you up when you talk about the election or COVID? That is the devil. And the devil does the same thing when you start preaching the um, when you start preaching the gospel, when you start preaching the truth, the only truth that has always been, is now, and always will be. When that happens, he's gonna send big tech after you. He's gonna send everybody after you. He's gonna silence you. He's gonna try to stop you from doing it. And I love it. And I welcome it. Because Satan is I'm a loser is a loser. I'm a loser and I'm not what I appear to be. Chidalum says, is there no show today? I have nothing on my end. Yeah, there's a show we're going on right now, brother or sister. Don't know if you're a guy or a girl. Let's pull up the rumble chat here to prove that we are live. Here we go. The devil wants to stop us that love stop us that love Jesus because he knows Jesus is the only way to eternal life. If you don't have haters, then you're not doing it right. Amen. Smarty Award, Jeremy's daughter. I like to I like the way you said Smarty Award. Smarty Award. That's the New England way of saying it. Amen. The devil works as hard as the Lord. Isn't it some kind of national achieve? Or something, documentation of Jesus' existence. I don't know what you meant by that, brother. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Tucker's only reporting what Fox will let him report. Turned off Fox for the good election night. The, yep, no, I agree. You are 100% on point, says Grammy Love. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That is why I like the screw tape letters so spot on. Not familiar with what that is. Not familiar. Growing keeps Satan at bay because Satan only knows destruction. Amen. Armelia says, when I got the logs out of my eyes, I finally was able to see my sin, my sins in clarity. Huge. Exactly. You know, so many of us still, even today, even in this chat, we are so quick to judge somebody else. I am too. You're not the only ones guilty of it, guys. I am too. I got you on the rap. I got you on the app 
just not Rumble. Okay, well, at least you're here on the app. That's good. That is good. Oh, by the way, did you guys know that you could download Rumble right through your Roku and Fire Stick apps? Yeah, if you've got Roku, you can actually download Rumble and watch Rumble on your large TV as well. You can watch the Rumble version or the Roku version, anyone you want. But we really, really like to have you in the Rumble chat as well, okay? Ah, Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. Yes, yes. Great depiction of spiritual warfare. Amen. Amen. Yep, 100%. Well, folks, I think this is a good time um, to highlight the great sponsor of this show. And I've, I've actually enjoyed, uh, I actually had a great talk yesterday uh, with them and about coming on LFA TV, about actually broadcasting their content on LFA TV since they're sponsoring the show and sponsoring the program. Why not work together to further the kingdom of God? And that is the Trumpet Daily, folks. The Trumpet Daily. Stephen Flurd and the Trumpet Daily. Uh, as you see, this is their new, this is an updated, uh, updated on their website. Meltdown over Tucker exposing the Uniparty group, think. They call Obama Joe Obama. I love that. I think that's absolutely incredible. But the great thing about Trumpet Daily, folks, is not only are you getting the Christian conservative point of view, you know, about, about to politics and stuff like that, but you're also getting wonderful Jesus and God content free publications in the mail, downloading free books, starting Bible, ver- uh, Bible um, you know, scholarship, academic programs, and things like that. There's a whole bunch of stuff to utilize on the trumpetdaily.com. So check them out. If it's something that you want to add to your day, uh, you know, your daily worship or something you want to add as, as you add into your, 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 where you get your news from, Folks, you can get your news from people like LFA TV, Trumpet Daily, Stu Peters. You don't even have to watch mainstream media. Because I can guarantee you we're ahead of them anyway. You're ahead of them anyway. So visit the trumpetdaily.com or trumpet.com. Sign up today. I, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Let's go back to the good B-I-B-L-E, shall we? As you can see what my Bible looks like. Love it, right? Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're reading from the ESV version. Because that is the version that my church actually reads from, so that the youngsters, uh, as well as the the elderly, can all understand it in a way that we can all actually have dialogue and not spend so much time breaking down what it's saying, rather breaking down what it means. Okay, so uh, ESV version is what I have. Now I want to go on and read where I got this verse from today, which is being a good steward of God's grace. Okay. And this is 1 Peter, we're now at 4, 1 Peter 4, 7. 1 Peter 4, 7, okay? The end of all things is at hand. That means the end of all things is near. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled, be sober-minded for the sake of your prayers, and above all, Keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. Self-control. Eli knows, my wife knows, and my children know that I am working on self-control right now more than anything else. I'm working on self-control of my tongue. I'm working on self-control of my actions. I'm working on self-control of my anger. I'm learning on self-control of just even just quick little responses. Like if I see something in the chat. So yesterday, I was pretty upset on my night show. I wasn't upset. I was just very passionate about what we were talking about. And I was yelling. And somebody in the chat last night said, okay, you can stop yelling now. (laughs) You guys know... J.K. Alba says, other Bibles have mistakes and twisted. Oh, don't like the fact that I'm reading from the ESV. It's all right. It's all right. If you really want to, uh, if you really want to learn about the other translations, you should watch, you should follow Pastor Tim Frisch. He's actually going to be joining LFA TV on Sundays. Um, but... He breaks down the different translations and which ones are really good. 
and which ones probably you want to stay away from. I would suggest that most of you, if you have issues with different versions or translations, watch that or or do some research, okay? Just because translations don't say the exact words as the King James or other versions doesn't mean that the translations aren't saying it in a different way. Sometimes there aren't words to use for the correct way that, you know, that we read it from the King James. So they have to be pretty uh, clever in how they do it as to not take away from the word of God. So I would just say that. Now, moving on. What were we, what were we just talking about? Their self-control. So I saw, this, uh, I saw yesterday say you could stop yelling now. And the first thing I wanted to say was you can get your own show and you can get off this hair. You can get off this program then. But how uh, is that self-control? Is even, is even that the right thing to say? No. Not only is it not the right thing to say, but it's definitely not self-control either. But I caught it. I caught it yesterday, didn't I? You could stop yelling anytime now. And I read it and I was like, you know what? And then I said, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for the advice. Thank you for the suggestion. I got to tell you, underneath the desk, I was gripping my desk so hard. I think there's fingerprints in my desk. That's not good. That's not good. If I got that upset over somebody saying just that, then I got a lot of work to do. Amen? Hazel Kitty says, I live in a sit and sit where I am always being triggered. Hate that word. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Shelly Rose says, that's a beautiful Bible. Well, thank you very much. I think I got to refresh here. Because I am not seeing the chat move. So give me a second here. Let me refresh my computadora. If anybody out there speaks Spanish. There we go. I guess she could have said it a nicer way. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is you really got to read. It's very hard to read somebody's comments and know exactly what they mean. Right? She probably wasn't trying to be a jerk about it. She probably was just like, okay, you could stop yelling. Imagine what, what would have happened if I would have jumped down her throat. 10, 20 other people would have done the same thing, and she probably wouldn't come back today. She probably wouldn't feel much love from the LFA family. That's not what we want to do. That's not what we want to be known for. And that's not what we want to stand for. So as I work on my self-control, I do it publicly. I want you guys to see how I grow. Because if, if a wretch like me can be saved and be transformed, then all of you can, 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 can as well. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost. But now I'm found Was blind But now I see Love that song. Just as I was very impressed by your reaction. Thank you. (laughs) Dave Bray's doing great. Somebody said, how's Dave Bray? Dave Bray is doing great. Out of surgery, doing wonderful. He'll be back singing along with us when we're out on uh, another event. Take it away. Sing every verse per Eli's request. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he doesn't like it when I sing. Amen, like Ray Comfort did yesterday. Jesus will give you a new heart and a new mind to think the way he does. That is the hardest part, isn't it? I mean, taming your tongue is hard, but taming your thoughts, oh, my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Amber says, Jeremy, my husband is a new Christian. I want to get him the one-minute prayers for dads for Father's Day. Are there devotionals you recommend for a new Christian man? He is not a big reader, thanks. Well, yes, that's a good, that's a good point. 
One Minute Prayers for Dad, definitely. Jesus Calling or Jesus Listens by Sarah Young, definitely. And get him to go and watch Living Waters every day. Go back. Go to the video section of Living Waters on YouTube and just let him watch every day one video. They're about 10 minutes long. It'll change his life. It'll change his life because he'll see, he'll get the word of God from a perspective of like, uh, of Ray Comfort. Okay. And I think, I think you get to take those things. One minute prayer for dads, Jesus calling or Jesus listens or both and have him watch one video a day of Ray Comfort. That's what I did. <laughs> That's what helped me. Will Skip said, I need to tame my thoughts. Yeah, me too. But you know what? You know how you tame your tongue? You tame your thoughts the same way. When you start to say something that you know you shouldn't say, what I want you to do is say, Jesus, help me. <laughs> I can't say that. Same thing with your thoughts. When you start thinking lustful thoughts, which we all do, when you start thinking hateful thoughts or anger thoughts, ask Jesus in your heart. Say, please, 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 Jesus, help me. Please get rid of this. It'll go away almost immediately if you actually do it. That's the hard part. Most people don't do it because they know it works and people like to be angry. Amen? You know what I'm talking about. You get angry, you want to stay angry, right? You start fighting with your spouse and, and, and you walk away from each other, but one will always back, walk back into a room and go, and another thing. That's what I'm talking about. You're not furthering the kingdom of heaven that way. No, you're furthering your one-way ticket to the doghouse. That's for sure. Don't make mama mad. Mama bears aren't fun. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's, con- let's continue to read. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. See, L.M. Burke says, I love it when you sing, Jeremy. I was singing along with you, singing Amazing Grace, and it brought tears to my eyes. Take that, Eli. He knows. I think he cries when I sing too. That's probably why he says, don't sing. It just makes me cry. (laughs) Cries because he doesn't like it. Oh, I hate it, he says. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. A stewards, a good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Do you want to know what the next verse is? Suffering as a Christian. I think we're going to read that tomorrow. Suffering as a Christian. How many of you would rather have me start going through the Bible like this rather than reading devotionals for the entirety of the show? I'm going to pull up the rumble chat. I'd like you guys to tell me if you like this way of doing things, if you'd like me to pepper it in, if you'd like me to read directly from the Bible and, 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 and talk about it like this, maybe do both. I'd like to know where you guys would like to see Rise Up go because God speaks through you as much as he's speaking through me. So let's pull up this rumble chat here. ESV translation does not have verse 21 of Matthew 17. Open that up. Peppering is good. Okay, thank you. Both, like this. Directly from the Bible. Bible, then devotionals. Both. My vote is you rotate. Can't get more truth than the living truth of the word of God. I like both, but Bible is the way. No, and, and I agree. And, and, and what I like about, and, and this is flying now, so I just want to keep this up there. Mix it up. Both good. Bible is best. Mix it up. Bible study. Both. I love the music, whatever God tells you. Well, God just tells me to further the kingdom of heaven. And I, and I rely on the Holy Spirit. Here's why I think we should do both. Because devotionals for some people are very, very helpful. And not only that, I really like to read what other people get from it. And I like to read other people's testimonies and other people's stories. It helps us relate. It helps us relate. 
So I think I, I think that God wants me to read more from the Bible than I have been, but I think he also wants me to read from other people's perspectives so that we can talk about it. So I already knew what I was going to do anyway, but I wanted to get your opinions because your opinions matter to me because you are now involved in my public journey with Jesus. So I already had the answer from God. It was more of a rhetorical question. But I do like to see what you say. And I think the best answer there is go where the spirit leads you. I think that's the best answer. Go where the spirit leads you. Jeremy, did you find my testimony I sent or should I resend? You're probably going to have to resend. We have not gotten to emails in weeks because of CPAC and everything. So we'll try to get to it. And I do apologize. Rosa says, you don't need to change anything. Oh, thank you, Rosa. By the way, notice, almost gone. Thank you, Rosa. Love the idea of both reading from the Bible, God's word always first. Amen. Amen. Well, let's read from page 45, shall we? Page 45 of One Minute Prayer for Dads. We've got about eight minutes left here, so let's, uh, let's make sure we read from something that we read from every day. And this is going to come from Luke 17, 2, and it's titled Protecting Innocence. Again, this is page 45 of One Minute Prayer for Dads. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than he should cause one of these little ones to sin. That's a pretty heavy statement. Remember, folks, God's perspective, God's standard is so infinitely above yours. It is so infinitely above yours that you have a hard time sometimes understanding that his standards mean that you're doing something wrong. And by God's standards, he's saying it is better to have that happen to you than it would be to make one of these little ones sin. S. Coher says, Jeremy, I asked a Bible a couple weeks ago for my brother. Hadn't seen anything yet. That's because we haven't sent out the new round because CPAC. Guys, understand something. When we have have something like CPAC, we are all hands on deck every hour of every day outside of you seeing us live. So it's been a very busy few weeks, uh, post, pre, post, uh, pre, uh, during, and post. We're going to get back into the swing of things soon. And if you've done a Bible request, we'll get it out to you. Alert Christian dads. Know that there's a war on childhood innocence today. It is dad's mom, it is dad's and mom's job to protect their children's innocence from the barrage of evil on TV, on the internet, or at school. Because everywhere they go, they're trying to get those kids to sin. Everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. They're trying to get those kids to sin. And if you allow that to happen, then you are complicit. If you're sending your kid to public school, knowing that's hap- that happens... There's no excuse as to why you can't take them out of that public school. How do you do a Bible request? You go to jeremyherald.com, scroll to the bottom of the page. We will work on getting some out prior to this weekend. I promise you that. If you allow your children to go to public school and you know that this stuff is happening to them or you allow them to go anywhere during the day without you and you know that this stuff is happening to them, then you are complicit and there is no excuse valid or justify, or that justifies you leaving them there, period. You might get mad at that, but it doesn't matter. You're wrong. I know there's people out there that are going to send me emails, go, you don't know my situation. Nope, and I don't have to either. Because there are at least five different options and opportunities for you outside of that. I don't care if you work too much. I don't care if you don't have babysitters. I don't care if you don't have the money to put them in a private school. I don't care if you don't have the time to homeschool. Those are not good excuses. If your child is in danger and you are knowingly sending them there to make your life more comfortable or easier for you, then you will suffer the consequences of that sin. Just as much as the people that are administering that sin. That is truth. 
Where there's a will, there's a way. And if you're doing by God's will, then there's always a way. Jeremy, there aren't any options we can afford near us beyond public school. However, our beau knows us very well. You have, how do I want to say this? Is your child in danger at that public school? Because some public schools, they're not. So first of all, I'd ask that. If your child is in danger at that public school, there is no excuse. And the reason why there's no excuse is because you have the power of all the information in the world at your fingertips. And so do your children. And if your children are teenagers, then you don't have to be there every waking minute of every day to homeschool them. You know what else? You only actually need to homeschool your children for about two to three hours a day. They don't need to be at school for six hours a day. The only reason that they're there six hours a day is because there's so many children to teach. You can get your children all the knowledge that they learn in school, probably more in two hours than they get in six at school. So you don't have to be there every waking minute of every day. Guess what? You don't even have to do homeschooling five days a week. You could cram it all in in three days. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There is no excuse. I'm not saying that to lash out at anybody. I'm just saying that in general. If you know your kids are in danger, the first thing you have to do is get them out of that danger. Cross the bridge when you come to it of how will I do that? And you know what? Sometimes there's a network of parents that are homeschooling right in your area and you may not even know it. It's time to change. It's time to do better. The time for excuses are gone when it comes to protecting our children. And that's not coming from me. That's coming from God in Luke. It would be better for you to die than to allow your children to have, to, uh, have people cause them to sin. That's what the Bible says. How do we get a hold of Sabrina for homeschooling support? I'm going to give you an email here. And if anybody emails this email for any other reason besides this reason, I will have her block you from email. Because too many people take the emails and say, oh, I can use it even though it's not for that reason. And then you end up flooding emails and then nobody can answer them. So email lfabusiness21 at gmail.com. LFABusiness21 at gmail.com. And my wife will help you in the ways of homeschooling. There are more than enough options these days to outweigh the excuse. And I think that's a good place to end. Tomorrow we'll talk about suffering as a Christian. Because it is a blessing and an honor to suffer as a Christian. Folks, that's going to do it for Rise Up today. And as always, as we always do, I'm going to take you out the same way I brought you in, playing a little Lauren Daigle, Thank God I Do, her new song. I want to thank each and every one of you for being here today. It is incredible to be able to worship the name of God with each and every one of you every day. The dialogue, the discussion is wonderful. We've got Sean Farish, Ungoverned, coming up next Please enjoy this music on your way out. Enjoy your Rise Up coffee. There's plenty left on JeremyHarrell.com. Have a great morning. I'll see you at 11 a.m. Do not forget to at least rumble every show here on LFA TV throughout the day. God bless you guys. Thank you for being here. Have a great morning, and we'll see you at 11. See you later. Trying to fight my fears Alone so long, alone I don't know who I'd be if I didn't know You would probably fall off the edge I don't know where I'd go if you never let go So keep me all in your hands
Finally.